Hours to Protect. Brought to you by Live95, the IBI, and funded by Commission Naman with a television license fee. Check out Hours to Protect.ie for more info. On this week's episode, we will hear from best-selling author Owen Dalton. Owen runs a high nature value farm and rewilding project on the Berra Peninsula in West Cork. For the last 14 years, Owen has been rewilding 21.5 acres of his own ground as part of a global rewilding movement, imploring people to embrace nature in their gardens, estates and countrysides to prevent catastrophic biodiversity loss. His book, An Irish Atlantic Rainforest, A Personal Journey into the Magic of Rewilding, ignites a reader's imagination on the benefits of rewilding, as well as highlighting our current ecological illiteracy and the need for us to conserve native trees, as the Irish rainforest, which once blanketed 80% of Ireland, now just covers 1% of the country. Owen's farm is now home to self-seeded trees such as Cecil Oak, Rowan, Birch, Hawthorn, Willow and Holly, with the forest canopy allowing for wildlife such as pine martens, otters, horseshoe bats and birds like wrens to thrive. I began by asking Owen about his farm and how the conservation work began. Basically, I bought a farm on the Bear Peninsula in West Cork 73 years ago. Um, and the farm had been essentially abandoned for around 100 years before we moved down. And what had happened over that time was that um, wild native trees had seeded into the land and had kind of spontaneously created a wild natural forest. And as I subsequently discovered, it was actually not just native forest, but actually rainforest. Um, But... On the downside, the place was in a very, very bad state ecologically um, by the time we arrived due to severe overgrazing by feral goats and seek deer, um, which was preventing the forest from regenerating and also had stripped out all of the extremely rich ground flora of native wildflowers and so on that should be associated with places like that. Um, and it was also creating the perfect conditions for takeover by a whole bunch of invasive um, plant species, the worst of which was rhododendron. So I set to work um, restoring the place by, by removing the invasive plant species and applying for a grant to fence out the goats and the deer. Uh, the results of all that was fantastic. There was a, a an incredible explosion of biodiversity as a result. Um, but also the farm came with a share of mountain commonage. Um, and uh, for a few years I had sheep up there. And then after five years I replaced those with Dexter cattle, which I still have. Uh, and I'm farming in a in a high in a in a highly nature friendly way with those dexter cattle you believe that we need to expand our definition of a farmer from being like a solely producer of food could you expand on this what do you mean by it i think there's already been a, a general acceptance that um the, the the way we use the land can't be purely to produce things we need uh, and you can see that acceptance in um for example the fact that farmers are paid under various agri-environmental schemes to 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 try and f- to to encourage them to farm 
in a more nature-friendly way. Um, but I think we need to take that further because, you know, deep down what we need to understand is that, yes, we need food and other things that we produce from the land, like timber or wool or whatever else. Um, but we also need all of the things that healthy, wild ecosystems give us. Just as much, those things are equally essential. Uh, and it, there's a very, very big, long list um, from clean air, clean water, all sorts of mental health benefits. But I think the most important of all is that while our our planet is only habitable, the, the biosphere within which we live is on, only works. It's our planet is only habitable because of wild natural ecosystems, uh, and by removing every last scrap of wild, we're we're making the planet unstable, both both in terms of the climate um, and ecosystems. The, the, you know we're we're pushing we're pushing our our planet towards towards collapse essentially so we need to start bringing some of those back and what type of trees do you think we should be planting on in your opinion well this is one of my big things is that i i'm 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 not against planting trees but i think it needs to be the second option only where wild wild trees planting themselves doesn't work and that's that's quite rare you know so what do i mean by wild trees planting themselves well for example in my place as soon as i fenced off the fenced out the grazers everywhere little oaks birches willows hazel holly started to spring up trees Trees have been planting themselves with zero problems for hundreds of millions of years. The only reason why they have trouble doing that now is because we have uh, configured things in a way that prevents that uh, by, by having levels of grazing that just make it impossible. So either by putting livestock on land, sheep for example, will if you put sheep into an area where you've got where there's lots of grass and little tree seedlings coming up the very first thing they'll eat is the tree seedlings because they're extra nutritious and therefore extra tasty and that's a really highly effective way of preventing trees from from planting themselves and it's the same in areas that aren't farmed with uh artificially high numbers of deer and other wild grazers <clears throat> and the way we've done that is by by getting rid of all of the natural predators that would naturally regulate grazers so you know without the predators the, the numbers of those animals have absolutely exploded so for example if you go to killarney national park ireland's largest and most important um, remaining example of native forest, there's absolutely zero regeneration of the, all of the wonderful old oaks and so on. I mean, you can see the trees are regenerating. Uh, you, you'll see little seedlings here and there, but they, they immediately just get eaten because the whole place is overrun by sika deer and feral goats. So, you know, rather than planting trees, what we should be looking at doing is is bringing
bringing back balance into the landscape in such manner that trees can do it themselves because the results are just superior on every possible level. This Friday, some of Ireland's leading climate ambassadors and environmentalists will speak as part of the night's candles are burnt out culture and climate change conference organised by the Hunt Museum with Mary Immaculate College. The event is to continue the dialogue initiated by the Hunt Museum's current exhibition, focusing on the pioneering spirit of Ireland regarding renewable energy sources, designed to generate positive action when it comes to climate change. Tickets can be booked at thehuntmuseum.com. Ours to Protect is funded by Commission Le Mans with the television licence fee and is a partnership between Live95 and the IBI. Check out ourstoprotect.ie for more info.